Welcome to Wholeness and Holiness Podcast. Here we will deepen your understanding of human and spiritual integration so you can live the life of peace and fulfillment God has for you. I'm your host, Margaret Vasquez. I hold a degree in theology and am a licensed professional clinical counselor and certified trauma therapist. Join me weekly for practical applications of the spiritual life. No part of this audio is to be used as mental health treatment or clinical advice. Please see a licensed mental health professional for personal consultation. Hi, and welcome to Wholeness and Holiness Podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Vasquez, continuing with reading from Fearless Abundant Life Through Infinite Love. Just wanted to make this available for you on audio, and so that's why I'm doing the readings of these chapters for the last number of podcasts and the upcoming ones as well. If you'd like a copy of this, please go to Amazon and you'll find it, Fearless Abundant Life Through Infinite Love by Margaret Vasquez. Um, Also, More Than Words, The Freedom to Thrive After Trauma. If you're looking for human and spiritual integration workshops, online human and spiritual integration workshops, or in person for your group or religious community, um, or in intensive outpatient trauma therapy, please find me at sacredhearthealingministries.com. So today we're continuing with chapter 59, Knowing God. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor present things, nor future things, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans eight thirty eight to thirty nine. Knowing God is crucial. We've already been discussing connection to God, and mostly it's been about who he is and how he is toward us. We see he is personal, knows us perfectly, desires for us to experience profound intimacy with him, cherishes us beyond measure, and operates in our best interest, which is far better than we could ever hope for or imagine. He protects us and provides for us always and perfectly in the ways necessary to draw us to him. When we stay within his loving boundaries, we remain in him and under the shelter of his wings. If we move out from under his protection by sin, he immediately takes us back time and again when we turn back to him in repentance. We can miss all this. We can believe God wants something from us that we really can't give him. We can live our lives with the burden of assuming he is harsh and demanding and his love must be earned. If we wear the lenses through which we perceive him as distant, we will interpret events as though he is cold and uncaring. There are all sorts of different versions of imperfect lenses, but only the ones of truth help us see him clearly and experience him accurately. If someone close to us is misunderstood, we might be surprised 
or maybe even a little defensive of them, that's because we know them, who they are, and their heart, and we readily come to an accurate understanding of their behavior in a given circumstance. We have to begin with an understanding of God as all good and all loving when we consider the circumstance and events of our lives or will misunderstand who he is. If we don't start there, we will never be able to understand what he does or allows to happen. We can't interpret him through the lens of our limited understanding of circumstances, but rather we need to remain trusting of who he has revealed himself to be when times are difficult. Inevitably, life has times of trial and challenge. Sadly, we can be so fearful of displeasing God, we can sometimes rush to a conclusion without starting from a right understanding of who he is. We can feel so lonely, isolated, and forgotten. We might put inordinate pressure on ourselves to earn his love, when the truth is he is madly in love with us. Our lenses, like the lenses of a pair of binoculars, can be adjusted. As we grow closer to him, the focus continues to become clearer. He is infinitely loving and good, so there is always room for greater clarity in our vision of him. This clarity is gained, as it is in all relationships, by spending time together in open communication. It's not enough to know about him. We must seek to know him and to open up to him in return. This relationship requires us to reciprocate. Just some thoughts on this chapter. I just kind of want to reflect on this with you. So, you know, none of us grew up with perfect parents, um, other than the Lord <laughs> grew up with our lady and as his mother and God as his father. So, um, that's, that's not like the most of us. And a lot of, you know, parents are, I've heard it said, parents are meant to image God for us. It's not just that they're meant to image God. They actually do image God because when we come into the world, as far as we can see when an experience, when we're tiny little is that they're, they sort of seem to be omniscient and omnipotent, right? All knowing and all powerful and, and, um, and that sort of thing. And so in that way we can kind of, um, unintentionally, but like attribute kind of like godlike powers to them. And then we never kind of go back and challenge that thinking sometimes. And, um, and a lot of times we get a pretty poor image of God because a, a lot of times our parents got the same from their parents and so forth and so on generations going back and back and back till we get to the garden of Eden. Right. So, um, you know, if we, if we had parents who imaged God for us because in a way where like they by themselves and the way they related to us, they, they were very harsh and demanding and, um, and unsupportive and exacting and that sort of thing, then we can really be put um, at a disadvantage of coming to know God. But the advantage that we have is that maybe even over people who had parents who more accurately imaged God is that we can be profoundly aware that we have a faulty image of him. 
and so be um, because you know those who had better parents and a better imaging of God, they still are lacking in their imaging of God because nobody can image God perfectly. And so, um, so I knowing that we're in need in that way, we can take that need directly to the source, you know. And in Scripture, it says that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. And it also says that um, no one knows the Father but the Son and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. And when that came up in Mass readings this past summer, I think it was, and I was really struck by that. And I thought, why have I never asked Jesus to reveal the Father to me if no one knows knows him but but Jesus and anyone to whom Jesus wishes to reveal him, then, you know, we can say, Jesus, please make me be one of those people to whom you reveal him. And, um, and blessed John Duns Scotus, a Franciscan philosopher says, that's actually the primary reason that Jesus came into the world was to be the image of the invisible God, to manifest God's love for us. That was the absolute fundamental pri- primary reason that he came into the world. Now, did he do so by suffering and dying for us? Yes, because that's what we needed in order to be provided for and, and that sort of thing. And and that was what love demanded, you know, because of because of our great need and and yet the 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 why was to image God. The why was to reveal his heart, his heart of love that knows no bounds, that that would cross the chasm between heaven and earth to reach us and to help us and protect us and save us. And um, and so let's go before the Lord today and really ask him to reveal who he is to us. And just asking the Lord really to reveal the Father to us. There's a quote by Blessed Andre Bassett that says, whenever you say our father the father has his ear pressed to your lips and i just i love that image because if you've ever seen the image of um, saint pope john paul ii the great when um, the would-be turkish assassin um, was in prison and the holy father went to visit him and there's this this image that um was in the news. You can look it up online, but he's sitting in a cell. It looks like with him, with the would-be assassin, the guy who had attempted to kill him, and he's leaned in and he's so intently focused on hearing him and being present to him and attentive to him, and like he's the only person on the face of the planet at that point, even though he tried to kill him, and um, that that degree of attentiveness and other focusedness and um, and gentleness is just and self-sacrificing, you know, all of the things that that are in that image. That's just kind of like what that quote from Blessed Andre Bassett speaks to my heart <clears throat> when we pray or when we say, Our Father, the Father has his ear pressed to our lips. So attentive, so riveted on on what we're saying as though we're the only person. If you want to look at the show notes, you'll find questions for reflection and discussion and an action step and a thought for journaling and some scriptures for meditation. 
And I would really suggest to you, there's a really neat video. It's really beautiful. I found it, find it profoundly moving. It's by Corey Asbury. It's on YouTube and it's um, him performing Reckless Love, his song Reckless Love in concert. And there's a point in particular where he stops playing and he starts speaking about God's love and why he wrote the song that he did. And for the link to that, you can find that in the show notes as well. I, I find it a really moving way to be able to really, um, really come to understand just like a, a, a deeper and, and really moving um, glimpse of the father's heart. Lord Jesus, you are the image of the invisible God. You came to manifest his love for us. You're the only one who knows the Father and anyone to whom you wish to reveal the Father. And we just really ask you to reveal the Father's heart to us this day in a new and more profound way so that we can be drawn ever more deeply into the life and love of the Holy Trinity and respond to that love with the fullness of our lives. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. May the Lord give you peace. Thank you for joining me for today's show. Please subscribe and share and check us out on wholenessandholiness.com. Follow and like us on social media. And to learn more about Sacred Heart Healing Ministries, please go to sacredhearthealingministries.com. Ministries.com.